This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Wednesday to you. Thanks for joining us here for KGMI Connects, our open lines program. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And oh, good, we get to debate a new jail. (laughs) It'll be coming up. And where should it go? How big should it be? And what should be the the priority in uh, our justice system here in Whatcom County? You're up for that, baby, once again. And uh, I I have to take my hat off to to Rich, our friend Rich from Ferndale. Uh, He sent an email over the weekend. I don't know what inspired him, but uh, he said, redefine the word jail or don't call it a jail. This is uh, if you want or how to get a new jail is the title of his email. Redefine the word jail or don't call it a jail. And I think there's some some good advice here. The new Whatcom County Community Center Retraining Facility for Citizens Experiencing Lawlessness or the Salish Retraining Center for Better Communities or Community Safety Services. I know a lot of that is tongue-in-cheek, but, um, I mean, if, if you slap the right name on it, it'll gain more support, you got to think. But uh, what's on your mind? We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And we start with John in Ferndale, who watched the president last night, apparently. Yeah, what a... What a great speech. I mean, it's it's so unexpected because, you know, President Biden isn't the greatest speaker in the world. Uh, he has a stutter like I do. Uh, and it's one of those things where you're constantly editing yourself because your brain is moving faster than your lips and tongue can, can speak the, the words. But okay. the Navy helped me. The Navy helped me so much with my stutter, Joe, because, like, you, you know, you have to have clear communications over the sound powered phones and whenever you're speaking right over the over the speaker to make an announcement or, or whatever and uh, it wasn't yeah, that and I'm, just one of the, it wasn't that uh, being a submariner and being thousands of feet under the under the sea that it just kind of scared the stutter out of you no, I was a sonar supervisor. Okay. I wasn't afraid. I was never afraid. I'm uh, making a bad joke, but <laughs> I'm sure I you trusted are. the science, Joe. I mean, that's oh, like okay. when you go to sub-school in, in Connecticut. The science you know, and engineering you, and, yeah. The, right. Okay. The sub-safe program, I mean, they, they want you to know, hey, we're not like the Soviet Navy where you're expendable. I mean, that's basically... Uh, okay. Soviet submarine uh, uh, operating theory. Um, your thing about uh, Aaron Rodgers going on a dark retreat yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That was so, that is so funny, you know, because he needs <laughs> to do, you know, I mean, you were suggesting maybe I should do that, but Joe, I don't need to go on any dark retreat. I walk in the sunshine of the Lord. Okay. All right. I don't need a dark retreat. I mean, Aaron <laughs> does because he probably has so many regrets of being a plague rat and, you know, and a liar. Uh, I'm not a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he may be great with, with, with the footballs, but uh, as, as, as a person, and, you know, I don't really blame him so much. It's his witchy woman wife. Uh, she's into, yeah, or the woman that he was with at the time she was okay, into yeah, like making her own remedies but i don't um, think he's I married to, to wrap this 
What's that? I don't think he's married. Yeah. He... No, it was his girlfriend. Yeah, okay. she's into crystals and magic and earth energy and uh, puke. Okay. <laughs> All that stuff. Oh, okay. um, well, but I wanted right. to talk about the fight between Trump and DeSantis. Oh, boy, Joe. Buckle up. Here we go. So my one of my favorite websites of all time, the Midas Touch, uh, progressive, uh, democratic, you you know, just like on on the money, and they came up with with this story that they researched and found out that Ron DeSantis, back when he was twenty three years old, he was a high school teacher, right, mm. and he had this weird habit of partying and drinking with the students. Hmm. The seniors, who still were not 18 and still were not old enough to buy alcohol. And he was only a teacher for one year. So anyway, so Trump retweeted this tweet with this picture of uh, Ron DeSantis with, like, very young Ron DeSantis, 23, with these high school girls. And, you know, they're all like, this was in the year, like, 2000. So um, it was before Me Me Too, or I I don't know. But that wasn't the Stone Age. I mean, you know, teachers weren't weren't. I mean, drinking with their students uh, back in 2000, and that was just okay. So anyway, uh, Ron only lasted a year, and then nobody heard about his his his, his high school thing. So one of Ron DeSantis's uh, uh, press guys, he tweeted out a thing of, "Hey, uh, does anybody know how many times Donald Trump rode the Lolita Express?" that plane that Jeffrey Epstein took to his island with all the underage prostitutes and all that oh, stuff. Boy. So it's just like, well, so literally both of them, Trump and DeSantis, are calling each other pedophiles. Okay. I, I mean, well, it's, I, I, it's, I, would, I just give, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a popcorn overdose, Joe. I mean, this is just, I can't eat the popcorn quick enough. It's just so entertaining. Okay, watching just, Biden triumph and watching the Republicans fall apart. All right, go light on the butter, though, as you're enjoying the popcorn. All right, thanks, John. Let's go to Majid in Bellingham. Hi, Majid. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. Good to have you back again. Yes. Uh, you know, I like your name. It's my son's name, too. Oh. His name is Joe. Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyhow, I just wanted to speak about uh, homelessness in uh, Bellingham is getting really out of hand. Every time I go for a walk on Cornwall or Holly Street, they always ask me for change. You know, I do what I can, and I'm older guy. I'm on Social Security. I always make change, so so I can help them out. Okay. A dollar here, two dollars there. By the time I get home, I'm out twenty dollars. But it's okay. I wish I could do more for these people. Yeah. And I heard that the Lighthouse Mission is building a new building, about 200 beds. Yeah, I forget the exact com- exact number, but it is a good number more than what they've been able to uh, to house. And mm-hmm. yeah, they they they're building it. Yeah, it's the. I don't know that they've they it's going to be on the site of the old mission, so they've moved. It's in the, the back site. I, uh, I yeah, yeah, that's going to be yes. pretty pretty fabulous. Facility. That's good. It's about time. Mm-hmm. And also, did you hear about the Whatcom County Jail? We had some inmates uh, OD'd on. Yeah, we've been uh, reporting some, that. Yeah, there are four yes. inmates who OD'd. Unfortunately, yes. Got drugs somehow into the into the building. 
And uh, yes. kind of an interesting side uh, note, uh, seeing that uh, in in Olympia, lawmakers are considering mm-hmm. a bill that would require, because apparently canine units, the drug dogs, aren't trained to detect fentanyl at this point. So, oh, yeah, I, I see. And I don't know that this was fentanyl. This The, the sheriff's department has not stated what, what drug was involved in yeah. this. But, uh, yeah. You know, I, uh, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with Dubai or uh, Abu Dhabi. I used to work there, mm-hmm. and you go up and down that uh, Abu Dhabi or Dubai, there are seven different big states over there. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't see anything like this. You know, you don't see drugs or homeless on the streets. And I drove all the way <clears throat> to Maskat, which is Oman, which is about 1,200 kilometers from Dubai. And these cities are very clean as far as homelessness. And I don't know if government takes care of it or uh, people. Yeah. But they don't have any problems like that. What is it that they do that we cannot do? I wonder. I don't know. I, that's a good question. Yes. But, you know, they don't have those kind of problems there. Unfortunately, in every city almost in America, it's happening. Yeah. They either OD or schools or even elementary schools. I heard kids are bringing drugs from their parents into schools. Mm-hmm. And if they don't lock up their own drugs, then I think they should be punished. Yeah. Parents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, if they, especially, I mean, what's <clears throat> what's going on if they've got these kinds of illicit drugs in a in a home with kids? Uh, it's one thing mm-hmm. to be involved in them, and then another to uh, potentially expose little kids to them. But all right, Majid. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to wrap it up so I'll have other people talk. All right, appreciate your call. <laughs> nice talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And, and problems that we do have in our community that uh, aren't easy to fix. That's for sure. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. Yeah, I really enjoy the last caller when he calls in. That's such a great perspective, someone who's been in another country for a large part of their life. It's just such a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Most Americans don't travel outside the U.S. They don't know what life is like in other places and how good we have it. I've traveled a few places to second world, not quite third world countries, and you get back and this place is a gravy train, and people don't get that. There's a lot of hopelessness and bad attitudes, and I think that happens when people don't have perspective of how the rest of the world is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we and we don't protect what we have either because you don't know what you have if you don't know what it's like to not have it, like our freedom and our you know right to free speech. There's countries where you couldn't have a radio show like this. You could not ever speak ill of the government ever. Like in Russia, you speak ill of Putin and you might yeah. disappear. Exactly. So we got a we have a perspective problem in this country, but what we have been really good at here is redefining things. It's made we redefine stuff every day. So, like what you're saying about the jail, if we want a new jail, we just need to redefine it and use happy words yeah. such as community community safety center or say if you put Salish on it or you put the word sustainable on it and it's just magic. The word sustainable allows you to do anything because it doesn't really have a good definition, but it sounds good and it's a a new word that has not been used often. Like, you go back 10 years and sustainable wasn't much of a word. 20 years ago, hardly anybody ever used it. Now it's like every other word, sustainable, 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 you know, has to do with the uh, environment and how we're supposed to 
make everything better and fix problems that we don't know really exist, but we say they exist and we're going to fix them. And so okay. if we can put happy words on it, we can well, have a jail or we can I, have a I say I have to, I think I have to agree with you. I think if we call it something other than a jail, which has a very specific meaning and and it has a historical and, and a, meaning. Yeah, I mean, you picture a, a negative it, connotation. Mm-hmm, it's viewed as just, bad, even though well, life in a jail is better than homelessness life. I guarantee it. Warm place to sleep and food. Homelessness don't have that. Sure. Um, right, like people living in tents. You although, know. Although you know, there are those that would 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 differ, I suppose. But I don't. Yeah. I oh, can't. Yeah. I don't know why someone would choose. You know, in the weather like we're exper- we've exper- been experiencing, why. Someone would choose to live in a tent as opposed to go to a homeless shelter, but there are those who do that, apparently. Well, it's usually because they want to live a certain way that no right. places but will allow. agree with, like, allow, right. And that's, it's sad, you know, like, homelessness is mainly because of other problems. The drug problem in this country has gotten really bad the last 20 years. Ask police, ask anybody, overdoses, drugs everywhere. If we could solve the drug problem or somehow drastically reduce the availability of these drugs through law enforcement, much of these problems would go away. A lot of mental stuff, a bunch of the homeless problems would go away if people could not get their hands on this stuff. So I wonder if those other countries like Majid, how do you say his name? How do you spell it? I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Uh, I'm just speculating. M-A-J-E-E-D. But okay, uh, we'll, we'll my, go from that. But yeah, well, that, I don't know specifically, but that's what I'm guessing. Like, as he was saying, you know, you don't see this in other countries, but I think life is so much more difficult in other countries. There's just no extra money to become a drug addict. We have it so good here that you could panhandle and eat like a king here because food is but, relatively cheap compared to other countries. There are other countries, and I, I don't know about the specific countries that he mentioned, but um, they I think he have, said Iran. Uh, well, he was talking. I think he was talking about Oman, uh, some of these uh, Gulf, right, uh, Gulf Coast to, nations. Yeah. Oman, uh, the uh, I don't know if he, the UAE, um, uh, Abu, Abu, you know, just um, and I don't know what their drug laws are specifically. Those Probably countries. Strict. Well, yeah, I mean, if you face potential death penalty if for peddling drugs, must, I mean, it you might won't be have many drugs, right? Right, but I don't correct. know. I don't know. We want to make that. Uh, our uh, what you know, the, our rule of the land, the law of the land, that you get caught trafficking drugs—that's a death penalty. Well, Is, do we want to go there? I—that's pretty like harsh. He said, like he said, there's nothing that those countries are doing that we can't also do if we really want to. Oh, now there might be I, restrictions yeah. on privacy, but see, that's the that's the give and take. Your freedom, the ability to be a drug addict and do what you want, and or to have guns comes at the cost of but i think we'd safety. have to look you know we're just we're judging those countries by our by our situation where and i am once again i'm speculating but we're talking about uh, in many cases these wealthy emirates that uh have our have small populations and a lot of capital a lot Control. of money and i don't know what their there's how they structure their government or their society but well but if uh, they don't have drug problems that's good that's, well, that's a win no matter okay. how you slice it. But it, what, if it, what if it means that they support much of their population uh, financially and, and give, them a, you you know, give them a life as opposed to allowing them well, to live when, when you, homeless? I, when uh, you see pictures on TV of Middle Eastern countries, do they have it that great, most of them? It don't, sure don't seem that way from pictures on TV. Right. 
All right. All right, Rich. You know, so I don't know. We got to well, have perspective. That's what we need here in this country. Good point. Good point. I can't argue with that. So thanks for your call, Rich. I got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We got uh, Howard, Bruce, Chuck, and hopefully you here on KGMI Connects coming up 360-676-5464. Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. You're used to bundling up this time of year, but outside, not in your own home. Hi, Joe T in here for my friends at West Mechanical, heating, air conditioning, and electric, your independent train dealer. You won't have to wear a bulky sweater inside with a new train heating system that's a perfect fit. Their pros analyze your home and give you an honest assessment of your best options. And West Mechanical has some great financing options for up to 72 months. Subject to credit approval, call for details. If your system is still working, regular service by the West Mechanical pros will keep it in top condition for its longest life possible. And it's not too late to schedule an appointment. They check and service mine each year, and I'm confident we'll be comfortable all season long. The train comfort specialists at West Mechanical are the best of the best, and they back up their work with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get to know the great folks at West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. That's westmechanical.net. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday afternoon, and Howard in Ferndale is on the air. Hi, Howard. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? You you bet. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Hey, um, I just had a really quick request, if you don't mind. Okay. I've been listening for a long time and disagreeing with you forever. Okay. But is there a way that maybe you could put John from Bellingham, like, Two or three on the list instead of starting the show. Or John from Ferndale? Really, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, uh, no, John from, is it Bellingham, the liberal type? That goes no, he's over the top. John, he's, that's John from Ferndale. <laughs> well, well yeah. um, Ferndale's not perfect either. <laughs> but, but he really puts a downer on the show when he goes off with his rants and raves. Okay. Well, but, I I, you know. I guess I put I throw people on in the order they come, and he often is the first caller, and I, I don't always put him on first, but uh, we'll, we'll take care. Well, he is colorful and all that, but when he gets off on his liberal rants, I want to put my mask back on that I wore during COVID because my speaker <laughs> seems to be getting wet. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, okay. love the show, but... It's something. I mean, I can disagree with you all day long, and we'd still have a, a decent conversation. I just don't think I can have a conversation with John. All right. Okay, Howard, I appreciate that. And I appreciate your thoughts, right. too, about uh, you know us having a conversation all day long. I think that that's what we need. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on two things, if I could. Okay. 
Uh, first is State of the Union. I uh, was very, very impressed with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I thought she was just outstanding. Biden, well, not much. Okay. But Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she was just excellent. And also, on the jail, uh, you know, I don't, as a taxpayer, my input is uh, I don't want any woke definition of a, of a prison or a jail. It's either a jail or a prison, and it's nothing more than that. Okay. You think uh, anything uh, to put a happy name on it is just pretending that it's or, or giving the impression that it's that it's a powder puff uh, resort or something like that, huh? Well, you know, also, uh, I think there's a, a bill in the legislature right now to pay uh, inmates for their time uh, uh, working in the jail. To pay the minimum wage, like yeah. it's $15 an hour, so maybe something like uh, the jail uh, chateau or something would be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. I, you okay. know, I All right. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate okay, it. Bye. Oh, real quick, Bruce, before you go. Yeah. Uh, you, you weren't impressed with Biden, but what did you think of his energy level? Well... You know, did he show a little more uh, more, that, more energy and strength than he expected from an eighty-year-old dude? Well, I would prefer some finesse other than energy. Okay, all right. Thanks for your thoughts, Bruce. Appreciate it. Let's go to Chuck and Custer. He's been holding on. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Bruce. You want some finesse? What's that? I said, Hey, Bruce. You want some finesse? <laughs> You got some finesse for Bruce? Oh, I got, I'm smooth. Okay. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. Okay. What, That's how it goes. All right, what, what else you got besides smoothness? Oh, my God. I forgot what I was going to talk about. All right. But, uh, no, I... I had you on I hold for a while. Hate... So. Okay. This whole fucking system. All right. All right. Let's go on to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually uh, feeling very encouraged. Okay. I, I, uh, on International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which was uh, the 27th, January 27th, in the United Arab Emirates, an Arab country, uh, they played the Israeli national anthem. Mm. The, the uh, United Arab Emirates uh, national band played the Israeli uh, national uh, anthem on uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, and they're going to start teaching uh, about the Holocaust in their schools. And um, this this was very encouraging to me that the uh, the, the dream of world peace is slowly happening, that, that peace in the Middle East is slowly happening. And it's, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to, you know, snap your fingers and it's done. But little things are happening where uh, connections are being made and trade agreements are being made and, and uh, uh, 
playing the Israeli national anthem at, in, in the United Arab Emirates is happening. We're uh, world peace. I truly believe it's coming, and I'm seeing evidence of it every day. Do um, things like the Russian invasion of Ukraine do they do they dampen your um, your enthusiasm at all? Here, here's what I see. I I believe that that when the uh, we had the Cold War, where the the Russian or excuse me, the Soviet Union was on one side, and the West was on the other, and when that Cold War was settled without firing a shot. That is, the Soviet Union collapsed because basically it was a giant prison. The Soviet Union collapsed. The, the lesson for the, all of humankind was we can find ways to live peaceably. That is, if, if human beings weren't basically, basically uh, co-op, social cooperative beings, the, the Cold War would have ended with nuclear weapons flying all over the place. But because human beings are social and cooperative, um, we didn't, nobody wants to fight a nuclear war. Nobody really wants to fight war. And so the, the, the Iron Curtain fell and the Soviet Union fell, and, and it, it was apparent to all of us that we can settle things without nuclear weapons. Now, it's going to take a while for um, this idea of we're social cooperative beings to filter out into the entire human population of, of 8 billion people. And so there are going to be wars that happen, but... The overall trend is we know that we can settle things peaceably. It's going to take a while, though, before we get to world peace. All right. Okay. Uh, Appreciate your thoughts, Doug. You're very welcome. And your optimism as well. Um, And there there are other examples, I think. Uh, If you look to the African continent, which had been heavily heavily colonized, uh, that, uh, you know, just look look at South Africa and uh, the – the resistance, there was brutality for many, many years, but uh, it didn't take an armed uprising. It took an agreement, and a cooperative agreement uh, between the races to uh, decide we need a change to move forward in a, in a way that our country will continue and that uh, we as, as people will continue to live uh, peaceful lives and lives and as neighbors. And uh, and fellow uh, fellow citizens. Well, quick break. We'll be back with more. We got other folks on the line. We'll hear from Michael and Paul and you. KG Mike next three six zero six seven six five four six four. Meter House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's Bellingham's hidden gem with an amazing selection of precious metals like gold and silver American eagles, one hundred ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA certified and lab grown diamonds, and now carrying Gucci and Louis Vuitton bags. The experienced and knowledgeable staff are ready to serve your every need. It's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from John Nieder himself. Hi, I'm John Nieder. I've been buying and selling precious metals for nearly 30 years. If you're interested in expanding your private investment, I'm available to advise you with your purchase. You'll be amazed at our selection. Nieder House of Luxury. Find jewelry for all. Professionals are ready to assist you at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, beside Lombardi's back patio. Or shop online at NiederHouseOfLuxury.com. Nieder House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. 
Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. Business owners, developers, and property managers, if you need to get your fire sprinkler system up to code, tested, or repaired, trust Columbia Fire as your true one-stop shop for annual testing, maintenance, and installation. Marty Bootstra here with Columbia Fire, and we've protected the Northwest for over 35 years. Columbia Fire offers quick same-day service, so if it's urgent, we're here 24-7. Schedule your fire sprinkler service at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Let's go to Paul in Oak Harbor. Hi, Paul. Hey, Joe. How we doing? Doing well, doing well. What's on your mind today? Good. Well, I'm glad that Doug is feeling better. I <laughs> suspect a lot of that has to do with it's still light out right now and or closer to five o'clock than we were a month ago. Yeah, so the the daylight's a good thing, I think, for all of us. Um, John, I called him a bubblehead a long time ago, and you kind of poo pooed me. But you know, bubblehead is an aviation sailor's nickname for a submariner. So oh, John's okay. a submariner, and I think he took a little too many pressure dives. But that's another subject. Okay, uh, riches idea for renaming the jails yeah i you know a jail is a jail like jim said a jail is a jail it's a bad place to go and you know it has a bad connotation because you did something bad so you know you can't sweeten up a bad thing too much uh-huh. biden's speech last night there was I, where did the energy come from? It came from Camp David trip over the weekend, and what did they jack him up with that made him have a little more energy than he's had? I mean, he's an 80-year-old man, probably too old to be president. We probably should have restrictions on whole, how old the president can be when he's elected so that we can ensure that he's not 85 years old when he serves his eight-year term. Um, there's so many things and, you know, you're a hardworking guy, Joe, you, they dogged you eight months ago, you were being dogged. And I used to think you were the hardest working guy in radio next to, uh, Dory Monson and Rush Limbaugh, but <laughs> they, they've cut you some slack lately. So that's good for you because you're bit. working a little less, <laughs> a little bit less, but you're still flopping shifts, but, yep. um, which is tough on, as we get older. Yeah. Ship work gets harder. So, um, anyway, I listen right. every day. I'm I, glad. You drive me crazy, but 
I still listen every day, so I guess that's a good thing, right? It is, absolutely. Thanks, Paul, and thanks for checking in. All right. Talk to you later. Take care. All right. Let's go to Michael up in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. I share the other caller's concern about John today, and I I hope uh, hope he's back again tomorrow, though. Okay. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to comment on the State of the Union address from uh, Joe Biden. And I, I didn't realize this until somebody showed it to me, and I had to see it with my own eyes. How much of that speech was plagiarized from the previous State of the Union address that he gave last time? Um, and, and, I, and I hope you don't mind us mentioning different media sources where people can find this if they want to see it for themselves. Okay. But uh, I, I found it on Twitter, and if you uh, look up the person by the name of A at, at it's really Leah L E A H, it is absolutely hilarious, but it's also kind of scary and mind-boggling. How they just repeat the same information and the same talking points over and over and over and over, almost like they're trying to program people into believing things that aren't true. <laughs> okay. Of course, okay. It's, you it's, can't it's, plagiarize yourself. I mean, well, you can copy well, what you, or you repeat what you said before. Yeah. And it's, I think it's to make sure he doesn't forget anything. You know, they're trying to keep him on the same okay. in the last few times so he doesn't muff it up, hopefully. So um, the second thing, um, what the other caller said about the jail, I think they should call it a rehabilitation and incarcerated person facility. Okay. I have no problem with that. And perhaps it would get more community support so that the taxpayers would pay for it. Uh-huh. Um, I really think that the old jail um, for years has been in disarray and disrepair, as Sheriff Elfo has shared on this program numerous times. Right. And uh, as we can see, there's, you know, ability for drugs to get smuggled in. We've got uh, people overdosing in there. We have people overdosing in King County to the point that they can no longer store them in the morgue. Yeah. Uh, But for some reason, they're not, you know, worried about this uh, as a health crisis like they were with COVID for some reason, where we were standing in line to find out if we had it or not. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we know these people are dropping dead left and right. So maybe uh, maybe this, you know, should get the same attention or the same push, you yeah. know, uh, as far as a medical uh, pandemic, you know, if you would. Well, um, and so- I, I would agree. I mean, I just read an, a, a column in the Seattle Times uh, where the, the writer stated that I guess now fentanyl overdoses uh, or overdose deaths, I that I, I guess we just now we just sort of attribute them to fentanyl, but opioid uh, overdose deaths now are are double that of um, of COVID deaths in uh, King County at least. So, yeah, it seems it's it's overtaken um, the you know what uh, you know the pandemic is now uh, this this drug issue. It's it, it is somewhat different. I mean, you can't get addicted by walking next to somebody in a in a store. You you can't get a, a deadly drug addiction, but as you can a disease. But there's still it's 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 a scourge. It's a public health issue, definitely. Definitely, and a lot of these you know children and young people are are taking things that they don't even realize. Yeah. You know, has things to do with fentanyl with the other the other half of it as well. So right. Uh, hopefully, we can. Uh, not continue to send stimulus checks to inmates before releasing them early and defunding the police at the same time and maybe get a handle on it. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you again, Joe. Have a good day. Let's go to Kirk in Bellingham. Hi, Kirk. Good day, brother. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, you know, one of the reasons I enjoy this show is 
you and I are totally polar opposites politically, but um, as far as like the State of the Union last night, it's got both sides fired up, but at least you have the willingness to listen to both sides, and that's that's great because I just kind of like look at it like this, like, Say you and I are like, you know, out on the water and there's a hole in the boat and we're taking on water. It's not a matter of whose fault it is. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. between the two of us, we could like sit down and say, okay, look, let's meet in the middle and figure out how to fix the hole. Yep. So we both don't drown. And that's kind of how I'm, I'm looking at politics nowadays. It's like, we're so divided and attacking the other side. And it's like, what's going to get done? Yeah. Or, or maybe another metaphor would be that, uh, we've got, uh, a boat We're we're rowing and then one side gets, uh, you know, gets both oars for a moment and then we go that direction. And then the other side gets one of the oars and then they're fighting. We go nowhere. And then the other side gets both oars and we go the other direction and, we kind of turn into a rudderless yeah, but, I ship. I mean, it's just, um, you know, it's like um, bipartisan has almost become like a cuss word. And it's like, you know, whatever happened to common ground, it's like, okay, here's the problem we face. Okay, what are your ideas? What are your ideas? And how do we fix the problem? Mm-hmm. And that's the issue because we don't seem to be fixing a lot of problems here lately. Yeah. Well, well, we've got to keep working at it, but thanks Kirk. Appreciate your thoughts. And one thing, yeah. One thing about the state of the union that I, I was, I have to admit, I thought Kevin McCarthy uh, presented himself as a statesman last night. He was, uh, you know, he clapped at times uh, during uh, Biden's speech at uh, on issues that he felt uh, obviously that he felt uh, were uh, there was a shared agreement on or that uh, I just I, I thought he carried himself very um, uh, just very well and um, as I said as a statement a statesman and uh, with respect to the position that he holds and. Um, I, I, I thought he did well. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. we got other folks on the line. We'll get right to them and to you here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory-recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. 
Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save store-wide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. We go right back to the phones. Jim over on San Juan Island joins us. Hi, Jim. Oh, thank you, Joe. Hi. It's good to uh, good to be on the show. Thank you. Yeah, good um, to have you here. I was thinking that uh, boy, changing the name of prison. I've been to many prisons in the past. About twenty years ago, I visited a whole lot of prisons, and uh, renaming them, I think, would uh, cause uh, maybe potential lawbreakers to uh, maybe not be afraid of going there. So I think that's a mistake. Okay. And uh, so. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I went to a youth detention center, visited a youth detention center once, and that's a little bit of a change. You don't call that a jail or a prison, but it was prison for teenagers. You know, a prison's a prison. Okay. So let's not let's let's not, not do that. Sugarcoat uh, it. No, okay. I would like to that the gentleman who called and wanted you not to pick John first, please, sir. No, you don't know what you're doing. If he's <laughs> first, we get it over with. Okay. You know, All let right. him go first, please. That's like, and then yeah. then I thought maybe I could. Uh, Talk like, to you about maybe having some sound effects. Okay. Like, uh, say, when every time, uh, say, John, for instance, every time he uses the name Trump, <laughs> something like that. Okay. All right. You know, or every time some, uh, there are ridiculous people who think that uh, Trump, you know, rises and sets, everything rises and sets on him, and he's a miracle worker. Uh-huh. So for those guys, do something like this. You know, something, uh, maybe have some buttons. I know that Bill would be a lot more amenable to that type of thing, but I just thought I'd mention it. I like it. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that is more Bill's style, but, uh, (laughs) but I like, but but we like, we like you just the way you are, Joe. I like that that you brought that to, you know, to the program. You're, you're working it out there, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd like to have some fun. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Joe. I'll give my time over. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Daniel in Bellingham. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. What's on your mind? Well, I want to just mention something about the jail. I do not think the jail is the correct way to go. Uh, Of course, we do need a place for, you know, bad people, of course. But I think 
you know, my opinion, a work release center where these people can, you know, go to a work release center and they pay rent, you know, whatever rent is per month, and the community businesses uh, kind of chip in and hire these people to get them jobs, and the work release center gets these people jobs, and they learn how to be responsible after a year, maybe two years, eighteen months, whatever it is, whatever their sentence may be, you know, from the courts. And um, as they're there, they have to save money. You know, they save, you know, say five thousand dollars. You know, that we're there when they get out of the work release center, they have money. They have a little bit of pride, uh, you know, and uh, they probably make those life and death decisions, you know, that will uh, guide the rest of their life most likely because if you can't make it in a work release center, you're not going to make it anywhere on the street. Right. And the jail, you know, jails are hotels for a lot of criminals, you know. They go out, they get strung out on dope, you know, and they, next thing you know, they want to go commit a crime so they can go dry out, you know, and uh, sober up and uh, get strong again and mean again and come back on the street and do it all over again. Wow. You know, they need to have a, they need to have a sense of uh, pride, you know, when they, when they walk out and come back out into society, not marked as a criminal, but somebody that's uh, rehabilitated. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, that's definitely uh, should be the goal of our our criminal justice system for sure is to rehabilitate people so they can get back into society because by and large they will unless they've committed a crime so heinous that they're in forever. And uh, so they will be back out in 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 the real world and in our community. And we don't want them to go back to whatever situation they created their their incarceration or caused it. So um, that, uh, how to do that, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but you know, like, can businesses take this on? I mean, businesses are trying to work as efficiently as they can, and they to, to try to you know, train somebody up. I, I'm just thinking about difficulties and, and issues that would be involved in this. I think that's why, you know, with the, the sheriff's got a work detail, but by and large they're out, cut, you know, chopping down weeds or – cleaning up roadsides and doing that sort of work that is that that are, there's value to it. I'm not putting it down, but um, yeah, they're not really learning skills. Um, but it's, it's an interesting, interesting suggestion. And well, you know, the work release but, center, if these people, uh, if, the, if the work release center finds them a job and they, they happen to screw it up or do something wrong, then they go to jail. Uh-huh. Okay. And, you know, then they, you know, then they face their punishment, of course. But I'd like to mention something about the speech last night. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it. I'm not a, I'm not a Biden supporter. I, I think you, you probably realize that. But, you know, I felt really bad when they laughed at him, uh, when he was talking about the oil in 10 years. Oh, yeah, we're still going to need oil for at least 10 more years. And they laughed. They, you know, they chuckled at him. And I thought, you know, the whole world is watching this. When we have, you know, catastrophic events happening all throughout the world, and we're, we're a laughingstock of the whole of the whole mess that's going on, and we can't just point fingers at whose fault it really is. But I, I've never heard a president get laughed at and mocked like uh, like Biden got it last night. And uh, I thought, you know, it just made my heart sink a little bit. You know, even though I don't like the guy, but still, you know, he's a president, and um. 
I just thought that was that was terrible. All right. Thanks for your thoughts, the whole Daniel. Thing about, the whole thing about the speech last night was just, you know, it was. Uh, it would have been better if it never happened, really. All right. Okay. But thank well, you, Joe. Thanks for your call. Appreciate your thoughts. So let's go to the Rambler. I haven't heard from the Rambler in a while at Lake Somerville. Yeah, I'm traveling. Okay. Hey, you know, I'm going to ditto a lot of people that spoke, but I'm going to double down on the last guy. I And you know what? I am offended by my side. The dude who broke this up, he used to be respectful, but the guy that yelled, you lied at Obama, and he might have had the truth on his side, but that was a bad thing. And just like the last gentleman said, this is viewed all around. But anyway, the main reason I called is I've been doing a little traveling. I am in Lake Summer uh, at the shores of Lake Somerville, Texas. Oh, okay. And, yeah, that's why I wanted to be the Rambler. Anyway. <laughs> You're rambling. This is a great show. Very few, in, in fact, no, people let anybody talk. Just go. People that'll put, I like Jim from Bellingham and John from Ferndale, not only for the entertainment value, but seriously, everybody gets to talk. And I've been traveling around a little bit, you know, and, you know, I agree with Rich on a lot of things, but technically I'm American homeless. And like so many of people, I would almost like to, I've only heard him twice now, Machine. I'd almost like to hear an interview with him. Okay. Anyway, you have a great night. I'm touching through, because America is the best place to technically be homeless. And I am loving this country. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for checking in with us. And, hey, spread the word about KGMI Connects to the folks down there in Texas and during your travels. That's awesome. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. That's a great place in Texas that the Rambler's at. Um, Beautiful area. Uh, I was going to say, if you're going to do sound effects for me, give me the old Wonder Woman TV theme <laughs> with my intense lifelong fight against crime. That uh, that might be fitting. For the listeners who don't know me, I am a gay woman who takes a center-left, center-right approach to almost everything. I try to see both sides. And, and leading up to that, all I want to say, because I know I don't have a lot of time today, I just want to say that... Um, Last night, I did feel badly for Biden uh, when they, um, you know, heckled him and all that stuff. I thought that was incredibly in poor taste. But on the other hand, the fact that he said we're going to need oil for a decade is just insane. We're going to need oil for 100 years one way or another, you know, even though we may try to uh, phase it out. But uh, it's not going to be phased out that fast. And what I wanted to say about the uh, speech, Biden tried very hard to give an inspirational speech, but the highlight of the entire night was the incredibly articulate 18-minute rebuttal from Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the uh, 40-year-old recently elected governor of Arkansas. I don't think she always did that great a job when she was with Trump, but considering that who she was with, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But what she said, and this is the main thing I want to say, is she said, um, to quote directly, the dividing line in America is no longer between the right and the left. 
the choice is between normal and crazy. And by that, she talked about, uh, she meant meant sheer insanity when it comes to critical race theory, assuming that all whites are racist inherently and that 12-year-olds can have gender surgery and on and on and on. I just thought that was a brilliant line. All right, Michelle. Well, that's all the time we have. And uh, we'll leave you with the uh, opening to Wonder Woman, the old TV series. And uh, that's all the time we have for uh, KGMI Connects today. But join us tomorrow. We'll be back at 4 o'clock. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. A fine wine, your favorite jeans, a drop-top Chevy. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your furnace isn't one of them until now. With Barron's Payback Program, you can earn up to $1,500 in combined savings when you upgrade to a new high-efficiency furnace. The older the furnace, the more you'll save. And spoiler alert, two lucky customers will win air conditioning. That dinosaur in the garage has been keeping you toasty for decades. But as much as 40% or more of its energy could be wasted... Yikes, that old furnace is costing you money. So call Barron and save up to $1,500 when you trade in your old model. Plus, two lucky customers will win free air conditioning, including the customer with the oldest furnace. Good things really do come to those who wait. But don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is going on now through February 28th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. When it's happening in Whatcom County, it's on KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm 